Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Someone with us who is from the Jesse Brown VA Health Center. But as we start off, we want to wish our <clears throat> honorable leader a happy, happy birthday. That is coming up, and he has, uh, he's looking for his cake. He's looking for his treats and his presents, and we are actually going to have to supply those to him. And he's going to be uh, you know, eating at one, some of his favorite places, and we are looking forward to the fun and festivities of a wonderful, wonderful legend and icon in talk radio, uh, our honorable governor of talk radio, Cliff Kelly. So today we have a panelist, Dr. Natasha Nichols, internal medicine doctor at uh, Jesse Brown VA since the year 2016. And we're going to discuss something that's very, very important to our veterans right now about the COVID-19 vaccine. So the Jesse Brown VA vaccine safety and how eligible uh, veterans can get the vaccine at uh, Jesse Brown VA is a topic of discussion. And welcome, 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 Dr. Nichols. Uh, We are honored to have you here on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, great, great. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about the vaccine and, um, you know, its safety. We know we have the Moderna, we have the Pfizer, and now the Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca may be coming on board down the road. But tell us a little bit about the safety and efficacy. What went into making this vaccine? And uh, then also how eligible veterans can get this vaccine? Great question. I think to your first question about safety, I think, most veterans, this is probably the top concern that they have. The three vaccines, Moderna, Pfizer, as well as the Janssen, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, have been proven to be safe. And not only that, they are effective at fighting, helping veterans fight against the corona vaccine. And so I think that's really the take-home, is that the side effect profile from these, these vaccines is very mild and more tolerable than the actual coronavirus infection. All right. You make a good point. So it's better for you to get vaccinated and maybe have a little bit of soreness, a little bit of swelling uh, in the arm than to be laying in an intensive care unit, right? Correct. Um, and from what we know about the vaccines so far is they are nearly, uh, nearly 100% effective at preventing severe infections which put patients in the hospital. Those are the patients you see who may not live and um, are having severe complications from the virus. So that's the best news from these vaccines is that they're preventing severe uh, severe infections. Oh, fantastic. So, you know, so at the VA, what, what are they doing at the VA right now, you know, to encourage our veterans to come out and get vaccinated, you know, and to really make that point uh, that you were making earlier that this vaccine is life-saving. It not only can uh, save your life, but it can stop you from going through a lot of unnecessary pain from being hospitalized. So uh, what's going on right now? uh, You know, is the vaccine being given to people now at the VA? Yes, that's a really um, great point. I think what we're trying to do is let veterans know that the vaccine is available now 
to all veterans who are eligible for VA health care in the Chicago area. Um, and this is really incredible news because regardless of your age, regardless of any medical conditions, you are now um, a candidate for the vaccine. And that's unlike the rest of the city. Um, so that's number one. And mm-hmm. as far as what we're doing to make sure that's that the veterans know that this is the case, and you know, obviously this radio station is really helping us, but I think um, many of the physicians, the staff members have opted into being vaccinated. So I think that helps the veterans know that the providers who are caring for them have also been vaccinated. Um, and we want to make sure that the veterans know that they can make their appointments by calling the VA to schedule an appointment. That's probably the most effective way to ensure that their vaccine is available to them. Okay, yeah, because, you know, I received my uh, vaccinations uh, with the Moderna vaccine, and uh, I was telling someone the other day, I said, you know, you know, I got the vaccination, then I had some pain in my right shoulder. And they said, they looked at me and said, really, you got pain in your right shoulder? I said, yeah, but I got the vaccination in my left shoulder. And I was running to go to a Zoom meeting and hit my shoulder on the door, <laughs> my right shoulder. So my right shoulder hurt more than my left shoulder. And my left shoulder didn't hurt really much at all. And so I uh, did really well with the vaccine. I really didn't have any uh, side effects. So this is uh, my last dose was uh, about a week ago. So I feel great right now, and I'm glad that I got it. Uh, I feel much more relief you know, knowing that I've done something to take a step to protect myself and my family and my friends and anyone else who's around me. So I think it's a, it's a community kind of thing, right? That, that is such a great point because um, I think that at least the side effects that you experience, I think, are more common, the soreness of the arm and some redness at the site of the injection. Um, but of milder side effects that are experienced, um, they, are, they go away in a day or two. And you have that lasting protection for family members who may not be able to get vaccinated. So we're talking teenagers in your family or children who aren't candidates for the vaccine or, you know, coworkers and spouses. And so I think that it is a way to help protect and serve the communities that we live in, the communities that we work in, because oftentimes the veterans are frontline, frontline workers as well. Right. You know, because uh, one of the things, uh, you know, you just brought up a great point because uh, the re- part of the reason why I got vaccinated as well is because, I, you know, I, I'm a health care provider myself, but I want to get out and help. But also I had this one thing in my mind is like I would hate to walk across uh, someone's path, you know, a man or a woman and and not be, you know, wearing my mask, not complying with washing my hands, not physically distancing, right? All of those things are still necessary, even if you do get vaccinated. You must still wear your mask. You must physically distance. You must wash your hands at least 20 seconds, right, with soap and water. And the thing that was horrifying me is that if I walked across and uh, walked in, you know, a path, someone's path, a man or a woman, and then they went and they got the virus from me, and then they went to see their child in an intensive care unit that uh, the child has cancer, and now the child is dead because I didn't hold up my part, my social responsibility. So that that's really one of my big fears is, uh, you know, passing on to someone who's vulnerable and, uh, you know, who has a disability or that kind of thing uh, where they actually suffer a deeper consequence because I didn't follow what I should have done. And so, you know, how does this vaccine work and why, you know, what, how was it made and uh, why is it uh, so effective? 
So, you know, now we have three vaccines, and mm-hmm. the currently at the VA, we're offering, we've been able to administer all three of them. Um, currently, Pfizer is our um, uh, vaccine that we have most abundantly, um, but we do have Janssen vaccine as well. So I'll speak about the two of those vaccines. Um, so at least what we know for the Pfizer is it's an mRNA vaccine, mm-hmm. which means that uh, the mRNA is an, another word for instructions or cheat sheet that tells your muscle cells where you're getting the injection what to make. And in this case, it's the spike protein, you know, those little projections you see on the coronavirus images on TV. Mm-hmm. And this spike is what stimulates your immune system to be stronger and to quickly silence any real coronavirus that comes in your way in the future. Um, And and not only that, you know, certainly the vaccines are not 100% protective. So if you do catch the virus, it's going to be a milder version and not the version that lands you in the hospital. Yes. So that's that's a Pfizer. Mm Mm-hmm. And then for the Janssen vaccine, this is a newer vaccine that was just approved um, by the FDA um, emergency use authorization at the end of February. And this vaccine works very similar to the Pfizer, except that instead of using mRNA, it uses a, a weakened common cold virus called adenovirus. And this weak virus serves as a carrier of the instructions. It sort of protects them and allows your body to, to follow the same process of using these instructions to stimulate your immune system in a similar way. And so both vaccines have been shown to be very effective at protecting you against the coronavirus uh, injection, um, infection. Um, the only difference between the two is that the Pfizer and Moderna are two-shot vaccine series, whereas Janssen's a single dose, which is fantastic. Oh, that is. Yeah, so you don't have to really make that second appointment and – uh, th- then it makes it much easier for them to administer and then you're covered, right? So that's that's a really a great advantage, right? And it's really effective. It's a great advantage. Mm-hmm. And um, the w- one additional point that I'd like to say about Janssen, um, you know, unfortunately we have a limited supply of Janssen currently, um, and so you may find that other facilities may not have all three vaccines available, and so you certainly should take whatever is available. Um, right now, we're reserving the Janssen for harder-to-reach populations. So these are the groups that may be living, um, who are homebound, who are um, having transportation issues, or who are undomiciled living in shelters. So we're making arrangements to get to those veterans and you know, effectively give them vaccinations given, you know, the circumstances that they have. Yeah, you know, actually I was speaking to someone the other day and uh, I was talking about, the, you know, this, this vaccine and the, the way I was, I was trying to explain it to him, I said, imagine, you know, you're on a, a football team and then you have an opposing team that is fer- ferocious, that you really have to <laughs> learn how to fight against this team before you go to play them. But, the, you know, but what happens a couple of weeks before you go to see them, Uh, in a game, you get their playbook and you get the instructions on how they actually operate and you're able to defend yourself and you slaughter them, right? When you go to the, uh, into, onto the uh, field, because you know, every play they're going to do, how, how their tricks, they know everything that they're doing. So getting this vaccine is almost like getting the playbook from that virus, right? 
and that you. Oh, that's a wonderful analogy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you already know what this virus is before it gets onto the field, and you get exposed to it. Um, but what you know, what uh, so what? What would you tell people? Because um, you're in the uh, in the uh, setting of a medical center, and um, you know the cases. I'm sure you've seen cases, and you've seen the tragedy that's been happening with this. And um, you know, back in uh, February 28th. Uh, you know, the president made a uh, talk and he said, you know, we had this, uh, all the luminaries lit up and they were going to the uh, Washington Monument. You had the reflection pool there. And, you know, uh, they said 502,000 people have died. And I was looking at that and I said, you know, what would have happened if we had the vaccine ready before we had all these deaths and people actually had taken it? We could have saved almost 467,800 lives. You know, just by people taking the vaccine before we actually got hit with that. So going forward, you know, what would you say to tell people? Because you have seen this on firsthand in the hospital setting, you know, people coming in who are sick. Uh, what would you tell them? Why is it important for them to take this vaccine? What, what, what can they avoid? You know, I think the main points I would like to share with patients mm -hmm. or veterans who have not been in the hospital seeing what happens to individuals who come down with coronavirus, severe infections, is that all of these efforts that we're going through to encourage you to get vaccinated, to encourage you to wear masks and social distance are for a reason. And just like you would go to a doctor for advice on how to protect yourself from getting a heart attack or stroke, you know, these vaccines are in place to help protect us from having the devastating effects of an even more serious medical condition. And so I would say to veterans that I, I can appreciate why they're hesitant. Um, it's an unfamiliar medicine. It's an unfamiliar treatment. And I think that using these weeks, these months, to learn as much as they can about a, a, a treatment that can save not only their lives, but their inner circle and all those people who mean so much to them, you know, just like you had mentioned, you wouldn't want to get someone infected who later, you know, ends up having a, a more devastating complication. Um, we have to remember that it's going to take all of us to get rid of this pandemic, to get rid of this virus and get back to our pre-pandemic lives. Yeah, because there's one thing about, you know, I always uh, say that, you know, science is like when I t you know, talk to people, the students and stuff like that, I always tell them, <laughs> I say, you know, science is uh, never asked for you to believe in it, but it is uh, formidably unforgiving if you do not. <laughs> so you, it never asked you to believe in it. And if you walk to the edge of a cliff and you don't believe in gravity and you take a step, Science is going to take you to where you go, right? And it's not going to care about whether you believe in it or not. Gravity is going to work. <laughs> and so we have to get people to understand that this virus actually is a threat. It can put you in a hospital, and it can actually lead up to uh, death. And we don't even know how this thing is going to affect you, um, you know, with respect to chronic diseases. If you get this virus, is it going to make you worse than when you went into this whole situation with COVID-19? So what, 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 what uh, particular chronic diseases do you think people should really be thinking about when, you know, they need to go and get this vaccine? I think that the most important part is that we, there's so many unknowns about what the corona 
virus infection can do to the human body. And to date, every single part of the body has been affected. I mean, you hear from patients who are still having breathing complications months after having their initial infection. You hear about patients having memory um, impairment or fogginess or chronic fatigue. Um, and so we're seeing a lot of these side effects and even more than that, whereas in comparison, the vaccines have very finite, very specific side effects that are self-limited, self-resolving. And so I think to patient, uh, veterans who, are, who feel like they can wait, who can feel like they want to wait another month or another year um, because they feel like they may be able to keep themselves safe from this virus, we're really we've been exposed at this point to the virus for a year. Yes. And the only way we're going to get rid of it is if we each pitch in and we, we not only protect ourselves, but we keep the people around us so that the virus isn't being passed from each of us. Um, and I think that is only, you know, part of the way of how we're going to get rid of this. So okay. let's right. not, you know, let, the unknown to me seems scarier than the vaccine. Okay. Well, we have one, uh, actually one minute to go <laughs> on this uh, segment. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Dr. Nichols, we have to have you back. Uh, but Dr. Natasha Nichols, internal medicine physician extraordinaire, we are so glad to have you on the program. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just uh, let people contact the Jesse Brown VA to get their uh, vaccinations. It is important, as Dr. Nichols was saying, protect your life, protect your family, protect your community. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.